We are coming in hot. The podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you live from Airplay Beats for the intro music. We are recording live from the New Darling Media Studios in Midtown Sack. Now today, we got this brother on here. So, I don't even think he knows this, but I used to go to a place called Game Fit. Shout out to Game Fit, my boy Lim, my boy Colton over there off of Exposition. So a couple years ago, they were doing a segment on Good Day. And I walked in during the segment, went over, started doing my stretches. But as they're doing the segment, I see this guy. He has a parka on. He has some jeans on. In my mind, he had flip-flops on. And when I started doing my <laughs> workout with Colin, I was like, who the hell is this dude over here? He's like, oh, that's Lance. He's a comedian out of sack. I don't think he even knows that I was there, but I, I got a story on him. Now, if you don't know who I'm talking about, we're talking about the king of comedians in Sacramento. Welcome, Lance Woods. What's up, brother? That's what's up. How you doing, man? What? I'm good. I, I got to hear more about this this game fit store. What was I doing? You was you was just in the segment, bro. You was just over there just acting a fool. Yeah, for a good day segment. And I was I walked in, I was like, because they always serious up in there. And then I just saw I just saw back it up. Yeah. Come on, come on. You got it. Come on. You got it. You got it. You got it. Good. Come on, Steve. I see you, boy. All right. Good. Okay. Oh, I like that. All right. Yeah. Good. All right. Nope. Do it over. Yeah, Yeah, you got to do it back. If you mess up one time with Lim, you're doing it over again. You work out in there enough and you realize maybe you like you how you are already. Maybe you find how you are. Maybe you don't need that abuse and getting yelled at. You know what? Maybe my goal is just to not get yelled at at five in the morning. I like I like me and I like Oreos. Abs is overrated. It is very you overrated. One bill with an ad. I know. I got them. <laughs> they don't help pay no bills. Nah, not at all. If not I at all. The sugar mom would pay some bills, but yeah. that's a whole other conversation. Well, if you're on Jersey Shore, then you can show your abs and you make a lot of money. That's that's, that's one option. <laughs> hey, man, so we want to take it back to the beginning. You from SAC? Yes, I was born in San Francisco. Oh, okay. So let's take it back to, you know, your journey to comedy. So you you born in San Francisco. You migrate to Sacramento. What was the difference? Because my wife's from uh, San Francisco. What was the main difference from you going from San Francisco up to SAC where, you know, San Francisco got pretty much damn everything down there? You coming? When did you come? What year? I was young. I don't remember the year. I was probably like six or seven years old. Oh, okay. So, so the main difference between San Francisco and Sacramento is I was potty trained. There you go. Yeah, you didn't piss on the way. <laughs> you didn't piss on the way coming up at the sack. Your mom didn't yell at you. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we were. I was. I was young when we moved out here because uh, it was just uh, when we was living in San Francisco was real. Uh, it was bad. It was like a dangerous part of the city. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back in I think that was probably early nineties. Okay. Um, a lot of people was migrating from the Bay and moving to Sac because the price of living was so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, uh, it was cheaper. So then we moved out of the ghettos of San Francisco to the ghettos of Sacramento. What part of Sac? Like that was better. Uh, we lived all over, man. Like the first, the first spot I can remember us living at. Uh, what's the name of them apartments? It was um, okay, Florin Road. Okay. Behind. Behind. Floor Mall. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you're deep in South Sac over there. So, you remember that uh, it, was, it used to be a movie theater right there. It's, it's been gone for a long time. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the apartments, but it was like a liquor store and a movie theater right there. Yeah. We lived right across the street from that movie theater. Yeah, I used to score ecstasy back there. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. You got the black rod fence going around it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. My, my boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before I went out, yeah, that's where I stopped <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you're out here indicting yourself. He was just playing, daughter. <laughs> he didn't mean none of that. that <laughs> all jokes. But we we moved all around South Sac. So it was there, Elder Creek. Um, mm-hmm. and then my high school times, it was Valley High. Okay. Man, how so, was Valley High back then? Well junior, well, junior high, no, from before high school. I say from sixth grade to through high school or that that pivotal time, that sixth to eleventh grade time mm-hmm. was all uh, like Mac Road, Valley High area. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was always interesting. <laughs> I went to every school over there. I got kicked out of every school over there. All yeah. the elementary schools. I went to Prairie. I went to Lionbot. They tried to send me to the Calvary to the, the Christian school. Mm-hmm. They kicked me out of there. In Jesus name. <laughs> I went to uh, uh, Charles Mack. Yeah, he was all around. Yeah, I got kicked out of all of those schools. Was it because and, you was clowning around, or was you just was you in the streets? Like, what was going on? Why was I you was getting kicked? I used to fight a lot. Okay, a lot. so I was like joking and fighting. Okay, so yeah, so if like the joke didn't work, then the the, the punch will. <laughs> I, I, I had a, oh, that ain't funny. Was that funny then? They're like, oh yeah, you gonna laugh next time, right? Laugh, laugh yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> they actually look. They actually tested me. They tested me as gifted. Mm. So you remember the, what they called the gate program? I was in it. Oh, you was in the gate program? Yeah. Okay. Uh. So I tested for that, but they uh, they wouldn't let me do the classes because they didn't want me to disrupt the kids that they thought had a chance to make it. Mm-hmm. So they put me back in general population. <laughs> GP? <laughs> they put me back in general population. Because was like, nah, he can't. Yeah. You can't have him in this class. Well, um, yeah, when, when you're in the gate, you know, like you, you got, you know, like a smaller class, you know, and they really trying to get you to get to that next level, which was pretty much passing a standardized test. You know, they put you over in this corner just so you could pass yeah. this test so the school could look good. It ain't, it wasn't for you. You know what I mean? No, it like, had nothing to do with you. It had nothing, nothing to do with you. Nah. Get that out your brain. We nah. don't care about you. <laughs> this is about us. And us looking good. Exactly. You know how good we'll look yep. we be promoting black kids to pass these tests mm-hmm. in public school. Yep. They'll give us a medal for that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so you fighting, you cracking jokes. What, what was your, when were you like, Hey, I'm going to make this comedian thing, uh, 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 you know, your life instead of, you know, out there fighting everybody and going the MMA route. Like what, what was that journey to get to the comedian stage? I made the decision to do comedy about two weeks ago. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> shit. I said, I got to get out the dope game somehow. Mm-hmm. And uh, jokes was it. Okay. No. So what happened was, I actually started comedy in my church. So, all right. So check this out. How can I? Okay. So my mom's, my mom's is like a minister at the church, but she also was like a part of like the organization, like on the board to like organize events. Mm-hmm. So we had like a church anniversary. So I used to be, um, I used to be at the house with my mom and my sister, and I'd be like imitating my pastor, like being funny, <laughs> you know, you know how black pastors be getting animated when they preaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'd be in the house doing that, like just joking with my mom, and my sister. <laughs> my mom was like, "I'm gonna have you do that at the anniversary." Like, no, you not. I'm not doing that in front of the church. Joking with y'all. I'm not gonna go in front of the church and do that. That's ridiculous. And um, and at this time I'm quiet. I I, I didn't talk a lot. Yeah, like if you like I don't I don't talk a lot like in like when I'm not performing, like I'm not one of those people who's always performing. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be chilling, right? So 
she was like, I'm going to have you do it at the church. And I said, no, you're not. So at the anniversary, that's how they called me. And they said, because, you know, they had like a whole program, mm-hmm. praise dancers, singers, and all that. And they said, whoever was hosting our music, she said, okay, and next we have Brother Lance. <laughs> that's all. They didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> so I went up there and I started doing it. Like, I'm imitating my pastor. I remember, all I remember, I was, I was got up there I said, you know how pastor get on Sunday, right? And I just went into it. Mm-hmm. Doing the full act outs. I'm doing all of that. Look, when I tell you, there was people in the church, they were running around laughing. Like, run, like running, like running on stage, like, stop, I can't breathe. Oh, nice. Was in the front row. He had tears come, like, he was literally crying, laughing. Like, it was like crazy. And then even after that, I wasn't like, it was like fun. But I wasn't thinking like I'm gonna be a comedian. I was like, oh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, you know, um, that was it was like a thing you could really do for a living and and travel and make money and all that. Like, I wasn't thinking like that. So then that that happened, and then after that, every time we had an event at the church, now they would ask me to either do that or host the event. Okay. So it was anniversary, anything. I'm just hosting the event, cracking jokes and bring people up. And then one time it was a New Year's event. It was New Year's going into 2010, I think. And uh, one of the ministers at the church called me and was like, yo, can you do some comedy at the New Year's Eve event? And that was the first time I wrote jokes that had nothing to do with the church. Mm-hmm. When I was doing jokes at the church, I would be cracking jokes about people in the church. Or, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But this time I was like, oh, I'm actually writing jokes that have nothing to do with church. So I did that. And I still wasn't thinking I'm going to be a comedian. I was just like, oh, this is fun. You know, <laughs> my pastor created an event, like a First Fridays type event mm-hmm. called The Uprising. So he had me host that. So now I'm doing jokes there. And then at this time, our church was directly across the street from the punchline. Okay. And how. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to go and see what happened. I had uh, the, the girl I was with at the time, she was like calling the club, trying to book dates. Like, my boyfriend's a comedian and um, how can he? I don't know why, man. It sounded like a white girl. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I did that. But <laughs> she was wasn't. She wasn't black women. She was not a white girl. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Oh, sell out. That's not, she wasn't. Cuss on here. What's that? Yeah, go ahead. So can we cuss on here? Cuss as you much as you want, man. No, cuss as much as you want. All right, cool. So I'm at the motherfucking church, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking bastard gonna tell me. But nah, uh, so then we uh we was uh she was calling the club and doing that. So then I went and did the comedy at the punchline, and that's the first time I did like comedy, like and I was like, oh, okay. And it went so well the first time, I was like, oh, I think HBO was gonna call me. HBO, like I, I huh? That's how it worked. Okay, yeah, HBO got you on speed now. Yeah, I'm like, I think Comedy Central is about to come. I don't <laughs> think I should go to work tomorrow. I think. <laughs> I'm for sure Chris not heard about this. He had to. <laughs> how did he not hear about my seven minutes yet at the Comedy Club in Sacramento? I'm for sure that Lauren Michaels heard this and he wants me on SNL. This has to be how it works. You think it's closed circuit? <laughs> <laughs> they got the punchline oh, Sacramento closed circuit. Yeah, I was like, yo, he had to hear about the showcase. I, I mean, Eddie Murphy has had to have heard about this by now. Mm-hmm. And uh they didn't. Okay. Um, but yeah, that that was that was like the start of it. And you know, there's a lot more details and a lot more things that happened in between that, but that's the gist of how it started. Okay. So uh, I got something here that says that black Twitter um, just posted 
about if Richard Pryor had a Twitter account, what would he be saying about the current climate of politics and just the going ons of, you know, the world right now? Mm-hmm. What what would Richard Pryor be saying right now? About- he'd be saying a lot. And, you know, so the interesting thing is, I don't think he'd be saying anything on Twitter. I think he'd be saying it all on stage. Okay. Like, the comics from that time, if you notice, they don't tweet. Dave Chappelle don't be tweeting. Eddie Murphy don't be tweeting. Uh, Bill Cosby, you can't tweet in prison. Nah. So, I, I, but I think he would be on stage just telling the truth. His, his, his truth, how he's seen it. And that's the dope part about comedy. That, you know, that was the one thing. Um, all the early lessons I got in comedy was people telling me to tell the truth. Okay. Like, yo, just tell the truth. You want to hear a dope story? Speaking yeah. of Richard Pryor? Go ahead, go ahead. Relating to that? So, June, June 2nd or June 4th. I don't remember the exact date. This is game one, NBA Finals 2015. The first time the Warriors played the uh, Cavs. Okay. Right? Um, San Francisco, I'm at Cavs Comedy Club. The show is me and Dave Chappelle. That's all that's on the show. It's me and Dave Chappelle. Now, um, do the show is is fantastic, like great show. Um, show sells out in twenty minutes. They must have heard I was going to be there. <laughs> After the show, we in the green room. So it's um, it's like me, Chappelle, obviously, uh, Rob Schneider's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like people's. Beautiful women, his music playing, um, is 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 fruits and berries. This is a great time, right? Mm-hmm. Now there's a guy in there. His name is Cecil Brown. You ever heard of Cecil Brown? I never heard of Cecil Brown. Okay, no. Cecil Brown is a is a professor. He's a professor at Stanford and Cal, I believe. Okay. Um, he's also was really close friends with Richard Pryor. He wrote a book called Pryor Lives. Okay. And he also, there's a documentary on, on Pryor called um, Omit the Logic. Have you seen that? I have not. Okay. It's on Stars or Showtime, but it's called Omit the Logic. And, um, but Cecil Brown is all through that documentary. Like, talking. It's a dope doc. If you ever get a chance to watch it, it's some years old. It's dope. Mm-hmm. But the point of this story was um, we all talking, Cecil talking to me after the show, and he was like, let me tell you something, man. What I loved about your comedy so much, he's talking to me. He said, what I loved about your comedy so much, man, is beyond it just being funny, you're a truth teller. And he said, just comedy is the last form of truth telling because you can disguise the truth or hide it with punchlines, but you can still tell the truth. And it was like you are a truth teller. Mm-hmm. I love that about you. He said, I'll never stop telling the truth. And then he pointed, he said, that motherfucker right there is a truth teller. He pointed mm-hmm. today. And he said, Pryor was a truth teller. And he said, you a truth teller. And don't you ever lose that. Okay. And um, yeah, that was that was one of those nights that was like, what? Where am I? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like you, you know, you got those nights when you're doing stuff like, oh, okay, this it's working out. Yeah, it's it's almost like a dream. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think I think I'm doing some things right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think Richard Pryor would be wherever he'd be telling the truth about it. Okay, it'd be hilarious, and it would be it'd just be and that because that's the thing and you know this this is one of the issues with all forms of entertainment i don't know if it's a if it's a problem but it, it does compromise art which is once too much money and business get involved so you have a lot of comics no matter what level they're at they are afraid to say things because they feel it may hurt their brain or hurt an endorsement or hurt movie opportunities or 
So they everybody's like tiptoeing around the truth. Nobody wants to just tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And you know, prior just at that time, just didn't give a fuck about offending you as long as he felt like he was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and Dave is in that same lane. So it's like, yeah, I think probably somewhere telling the hilarious truth. Yeah. So when you know, to talk about Dave Chappelle. So when he left his show, it was because he couldn't tell the truth no more. Is that is that what you're thinking? Because he, he, he left a lot of money on the table. You know why Chappelle is so respected right now? Because he did uh, that? Not just did it. He really didn't and went away. Mm-hmm. Like when he went away, he didn't make an announcement and beg people to, he just left. Mm-hmm. He said, I would just rather not be in this game than to play it your way. Yeah. And then came back and got more money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's like, so I seen <clears throat> the first time I, I had met him was 2011. I'm a brand new comic, right? He was at the Sacramento Punchline. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was there. It was a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Most comics expect, like, and, and no comic comes to Sacramento and does a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But mm-hmm. no one says, yeah, I'm a, I'll be through there on Monday. Mm-hmm. And through done the weekend or the, the week, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I came Tuesday and I came Wednesday. Tuesday, um, I go and like I said, I'm a new comic. I text the club manager at the time saying, yo, is it cool if I come to the show? He said, you, you can't sit down, but I can get you in the building. You got to stand up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Because he was there a year before that, and I stood outside the club and listened with my ear to the window for two hours. Wow. It was it was a crazy night. It was Mikey Winfield hosting, and then Godfrey, and then Kevin Hart, and then Dave Chappelle. Oh, that wow. Damn, that's a lineup. And I stood outside the window like this, and I was listening for two hours. Because Kevin Hart was in town because he was performing at the theater the next night. Mm-hmm. This was 2010. It was a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, if I'm in the building, I don't care. Yeah, I'll stand wherever. I'll, I'll, I'll be a bartender. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be making drinks. I don't care what you want me to do. If I'm in the building, I'm in the building. Mm-hmm. So this is 2011. And you know, he was real mysterious after 2005. It's like people didn't really see him. Mm-hmm. Once he left the show, it was like people who said it was like no, nah, he was really here. Like he was like that. He still don't take a lot of pictures and do all that kind of stuff. So after the show, everybody leave. he don't take pictures, none of that. He goes straight to the game room, he chill with his people, wait for the cold club to clear out, and then they kick it. He got DJ, everybody kick it. I'm just waiting. I'm gonna wait for someone to tell me I have to leave. I'm not just gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gone. And the manager's like, yeah, you good, you can kick it. And then one of the workers is like, dude, he must really rock with you. He don't let nobody stay here like this. Mm. When some like days here. So I'm there, now I'm there. So then my boy JR was working there. He's like, yo, have you met Dave before? I said, no. He said, come on, I'll take you, I'll introduce him to him. So now he introduced me to Dave, and now we're talking. And he was like, uh, it was weird because, you know, he was like, um, asking me all these questions. Like, how you like comedy? Is you having fun with it? And I was like, nigga, I got the question. (laughs) (laughs) My life is not that interesting. I promise you. I have questions. (laughs) I want to know some stuff. So, uh, you know, he's this real cool dude. And then that was one of those moments that happened to you. It happens, I think, to everybody early on in whatever journey you went, because you know, that said, they said he was crazy. They said he was on crack, all that. This is 2005. I remember. And I'm talking to him when I know crackheads, and he's not on crack. And I know crazy people. He wasn't mm-hmm. crazy. So I was like, and everything you say you want from this industry, he had it and walked away from it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now you got to ask yourself, what do you want from this industry? Because you're talking to a sane, smart person who walked away. Mm-hmm. So it makes you prioritize things, right? So we, I'm talking about was there 
till at least 4.30 in the morning, just kicking in the club. I got to go to work at 8 and I still got a day job. But there's no way I'm going home. <laughs> I don't got no more sick time or nothing. But yeah. I'm, I'm not going home. Mm-hmm. I'm not, it's not going to happen. Um, now everybody's leaving, right? Everybody getting to the limo. They go out the... That's the first time I knew that there was a back door. To, I had no idea there was a back door that celebrities go through. Yeah. I, I've been going through this peasant door the whole time, <laughs> not knowing that once you make a certain amount of money, there's no way you can walk through that front door. You'll get poverty in you. It's disgusting. <laughs> you gotta go through this back door <laughs> so, so the regulars can't speak to you. Mm-hmm. So everybody goes like, Yo, where am I at? I didn't know this place existed. Go out this back door. They all get into the limo. And um, this is, i never forget this part. They all get into the limo. And I'm looking like, I want to get into the limo. <laughs> I think they, they said they was going to the casino. I'm like, I want to go to, I don't even gamble, but I'm like, I want to go to the casino. I want to I hang out. No lie, but I, I promise you. I walk to my car. I'm walking to my car, but I'm looking at the limo with the slow walk like. Yeah. They're going to call me. They're going to call me. <laughs> they go, I'm thinking they're going to say, hey, Brent, you, you rolling? Oh, I thought you never asked. Yeah. When I get to my car, there's like a probably like a 95 Astro van. And it honked at me. And it was Dave driving the Astro van. Oh, wow. He's like, good night, nigga. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. I was like, he's sitting there riding the limo. So people want to follow the limo thinking there's somebody in it. But he goes off in the Astro van just to have his peace and quiet. Mm hmm. That is great. That is a great story. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. All right, Lance Woods. You ready to play some games? Let's play some games, cut. All right. So, this is an easy one. Top five. So, your top five, Lance Woods, comedian of Sacramento, top five comedies of all time. Uh, comedics of all time. I'm top five comedians of all time? Yes. This is just stand-up. We're talking, right? You can go wherever you want to go. Okay. I'm going to give you my top five stand-up comedians. That's where we're going. Lance Woods, top five stand-up comedians. Here we go. They're not in no order either. They're just okay. five. All Richard right. Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. Tony Roberts, all right, Patrice O'Neill, oh yeah, Mitch Hedberg. Ooh, those the five people. Okay, Richard Pryor, all right, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. Tony Roberts, okay, Patrice O'Neill, Mitch Hedberg. Who, who's Mitch Hedberg? My that five is so hot, my hand is on fire. That, <laughs> Who, who's Mitch Hedberg? You got uh, that's the only one I didn't I didn't know. That's a high five. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg is um, I think he's I believe Mitch was from the Midwest. He's he's like this comic man. Uh, he passed away in like oh maybe oh eight I believe I don't know the exact year he passed away. He is this real awkward. White dude, he wears sunglasses on stage. He had this long hair that would cover his face. He was like breaking all of the comedy rules. They tell you don't, don't um put your head down when you're talking. He be talking like this. Mm. They tell you to make sure your joke tied together. And none of it, the last joke had nothing to do with the joke before. And he would just have these like great one line jokes or just great observations, man. That was just brilliant, man. Like. Mitch Hedberg say jokes like, um, 
He said, <laughs> he said, I like rice. Rice is good when you're hungry and you want 2,000 of something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, jokes. I love Mitch Hedberg jokes, man. When I'm trying, uh, it just, there's so many, man. And I don't like repeating people's jokes, too, because they never sound good when you recite them. Uh, but like, like he said, uh, um, I like a, I like escalators because they can never be broken. They're always broken. If they're, if they're broke, they're just stairs. <laughs> so it's like, so it's like the escalator sign had like a. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> like a uh, escalator out of order, temporarily stairs. Sorry. For the convenience. Mm, okay. <laughs> he just had these real witty jokes like that, Matt. All right. I got to look him up later. Okay. Yeah, All right. So top ways. This doesn't have to be a top five, but top ways to slide in somebody's DMs. Lance Woods. The best way to slide in somebody's DMs is with your thumbs. That's how I do it. I okay. take my thumbs. And I'll slide half first. What what are you looking for when you slide into them DMs? What what did you just see when you when you like, oh, I gotta get up in these DMs? So check this out. I've never just slid in somebody's DMs just looking at their pictures and saying, you know what, let me acknowledge her. I've, oh. I've never done that. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. I just I just don't like. I, I don't know. It just it always. I don't give people the opportunity to play me. You know what I mean? Like I, I need some kind of segue. So maybe she might. Maybe I might look at her stories and she might post something. And I may comment on that, and we'll ease into the DMs, right? Or you know, she might comment on something I posted, laughing, and then we will start a conversation from there. But I never looked at the picture. Like she is so beautiful. I need to tell her. So they got to be in the comments or like or something like that. Yeah, some, something got to happen first. They got to make the first move. They got to make the first move. No, she, <laughs> she don't have to initiate the conversation, but something <laughs> something has to be like, for me to just, or no, or, no, that's happened. Like I've met somebody, because I meet a lot of people. So, um, you know, like I might meet somebody, like um, this happened the other day, actually. I did a show online i did a zoom show and um like um a bunch of people following me from the show and then i was like message like oh thanks so much for mm-hmm. coming to the show and follow and then um you know she might respond from there and that might spawn a conversation um but other than that i'm just i'm just not the dude to get on instagram or facebook and be like oh you're pretty guess i'm gonna tell you about that mm-hmm. and, like okay yeah, I'm going to tell you what I did do. So check this out. I used to do this, right? Okay. Kids do not try this at home. <laughs> so I used to, I, I was producing a show at the punchline out here for many years. It's Lance Wood and Friends. It used to be crazy, right? So I would have a certain amount of tickets that I would say, I'm just going to use this as a guest list, right? Uh, so let's just say I said, okay, I'm going to give away 30 tickets for this show. 20, whatever. I would get, I was on all the dating sites, Tinder, Bumble, Plenty of Fish, Christian Mingle, all of them. Mm -hmm. And I was swiping right on everybody. And then when we would match, I would just say, yo, how you doing, beautiful? I got a comedy (laughs) show. It's Sunday, seven o'clock. I got two tickets for y'all. Love if you will come out on me. Mm Mm-hmm. And they would come, right? Okay. One show, no lie. You know, you know when like when something's going on or like a meet and greet, and someone will be talking. So you know when someone's talking, right? Like say, you know, there's like a, a people taking pictures. There's a line to take the pictures, but then there's a separate line of people who feel like our conversation is going to be a little more personal, mm-hmm. right? Bless you. And take care of that in, in the edits. 
He can take the sneeze out. Yeah, we're, we're not in the same room. You can sneeze all you want. Here. You can't sneeze in 2021. Nah, you, you can't. Oh, man. You got, you got to hold in your sneeze for three weeks till you get by yourself. <laughs> Sneezing is like masturbating now. You got to do it in private. <laughs> with the door closed, with a candle lit. Everybody's sleeping. Everybody got to be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I invite all these people from the dating sites. So now I got 11 girls at the show who all think we on a personal date. Mm-hmm. So after the show, all of these girls just sitting around waiting like, oh my God, thank you. But they all think we about to go do something after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, baby, thanks. The show's over. You got a free show. Mm-hmm. Humble yourself. Did you have a good time? And they are thinking this is about to, they, they, they all think this is our first date. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was, I used, I ain't gonna say, I used to slide DMs crazy. Okay. This back in the MySpace days. Oh, sounds crazy. Oh, yeah. Back in the MySpace. How long have you been married? Because I don't want, we the Statue of Limitations. Got to make sure you, Oh, I've been married for uh, seven years, man. About to be eight. Oh, no. Okay. You was outside in MySpace days. You all right? Nah, I was chefing, man. I didn't get into uh, social media until, man, maybe like 2010, 11. Okay. MySpace wasn't social media. It was a way of life. Yeah, my wife tells me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Every move she in, she had a different song and shit she was yeah, saying. You change the background. <laughs> I used to look, I moved to LA right when I was probably 19, I think. So what you would do on MySpace is you could put in a zip code. You put in all your interests. Body type, it'd be like athletic, slim. More to love. That's what they call big people. Mm, more, more to love. More to love. All right. You put in all your preferences, right? And then you put in a zip code. And then how many mile radius? So you could put a 30 mile radius from this zip code. I moved to LA. I didn't really know nobody. And I wasn't, I, I didn't go to LA to do comedy. So I, I didn't know what I was really doing out there. I was just trying to figure it out. So I'd be on MySpace and I would copy and paste the same message to every woman in. A 50 mile radius. Everyone. And then whoever's responding back, we go from there. Mm-hmm. But that was way back in the day. <laughs> All right. That was my space. That was oh that was oh five oh six, baby. You can't hold that against me. <laughs> I'm a changed man. Hey, it seems like it's uh all right. So I, I want only comedians that are alive right now for this next question. Who is coming on tour with Lance Woods? What you mean by who's coming on tour with me? Like if I could make my own tour? Who yeah, if you, if anybody, anybody you want. No, you headlining because it's the Lance Woods show. So okay. who's coming on tour, the comedian tour with Lance Briggs? Or not Lance Briggs, sorry. You don't play football. Lance oh, Woods. Lance Briggs. A Lance Briggs comedy show would be awesome. <laughs> it strikes laugh, down an Elk Grove. Yeah. Every time you don't laugh, he tackles. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Lance. Sorry, man. Sorry. Um, what would I go on tour with? I it's so it's so many people, man. Because it's it's an interesting thing. There's some people. <sighs> So okay, so I still I travel the world still with Tony Roberts. Okay. So actually, we'll we'll be out. We'll we leave we leave Thursday. Okay. Right. So I working with Tony is always just awesome, right? Because he's let me tell it the funniest person on earth. Mm-hmm. Right, and then you mix that with just him being in the game so long, so him kind of knowing how to navigate things and being able to help with certain. Things if you don't understand certain things as far as how the business go, and then I was also I was also torn with Kev on stage before everything shut down. Mm. So I was I was doing dates with him and to hear more on on uh, on that tour. Um, so working with them is always great. 
And then like, uh, so we got like um, Black Teen Black Teen Podcast. We call it the Black Teen University. That's myself. That's BT Kingsley, and that's Mikey Winfield. Okay. And if I could tour with them, that would be phenomenal. Yeah, it sounds like a great tour, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, so those, those are some names, but it, it's so many more. But we'll just stick with those names for now. All right. So. You ready for this next one? Because we're about to come in hot. I got two mics. That's, that's how you know I'm really ready. <laughs> Hold on. Pause. That's too many mics in my bed. <laughs> okay, Lance Woods. So I need you to come in hot on a top, uh, topic. It could be what's on your mind. It could be what's going on in your daily. It could be something that you just thought about um, last year. But I need you to come in hot. Are you just me? Oh, I'm just I'm you, just coming in hot on 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 a topic, any topic you want. That's gangster. <laughs> yeah, come in hot. I know you're ready. I know you got I'm some. Hold on. I know you got I'm some. Ready. No, I got some. I'm ready, but I wasn't prepared because I was like waiting. Like, yeah, I'm coming in hot. Yeah, and then I was waiting for you, like, but you like, nah, come in hot. Come in hot. <laughs> hey, I'm a, so check this out. You All see right. coming to America? Yes, I did. What do you think about it? I thought it was a good comedy. It wasn't like the best thing in the world, like some people were saying, but I laughed quite a bit. Um, Eddie didn't look right, but... You know, <laughs> 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 but you know it was it, it was it was good for what it was check the, check this out i'm coming i loved everything about it when mm-hmm. i'm talking when i'm stepping back out of it and i'm saying yo i got a lot of people who i've either worked with or called friends for in that movie i love to see that right and then it's all black Yes. Everything is black. Yes. Louis Anderson is the only non-black person in the movie. Yeah. That's only because he was in the first one. I I noticed that. Yeah. It's everything is black. All of that is dope. My my expectations for it were in the proper place once I seen it. It was PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Because you got too many dope comics who are like raw. And once I said, I said once it's PG thirteen, it's like, oh, okay, then it's, it's, it's a family movie. Okay, yeah. cool. Then I expect mm-hmm. Leslie to be full, Leslie or Lunell to be full, Lunell or Tracy Morgan or Andy. It's like, oh no, it's a family movie, so they're gonna they're gonna go that way. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. This was my beef with the movie. Thirty years later, and he never got a paternity test. <laughs> you ain't take no test. So no, check it. you a print. You got all the bread. I know they've been coming for your money. Wesley Snipes said he's gonna kill you. And now you got a son, Leslie Jones, and Eddie Murphy, <laughs> and the baby is Jermaine Fowler, and you don't want no pets. I'm not saying they yours, but more can come to Wakanda. Yeah. Or Zamunda. Mm-hmm. Paternity test. You that, gotta take a test. That that Thank you for bringing that to light because, yeah. You got it. Yeah. Let me tell it. I, I think paternity tests should be mandatory at all childbirths across the board. Period. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as the baby come out, it's a paternity yes. test. Wait, wait, wait. Step on it. Try it. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me go see if you're the person that should be crying right now. Oh, shit. When the, when the doctor oh. slaps the baby, see if you need to slap the mama too. Because she might have been cutting up. We don't know. Oh, we don't know. my goodness. And if we be honest, if we be honest, if it was reverse. Women would require paternity tests for men if it was possible. It mm-hmm. would be a requirement. Yes. I think at childbirth, it shouldn't even be a big deal. Yo, yo, just take the little slob, everybody slob. Okay, cool. Before we get to sign and stuff, and this is for life. Yeah. Prince Akeem should have took that paternity test. Or King Akeem, or whatever you want to call him, he should have took that paternity test. 
<laughs> oh my goodness! They got Lance coming to America three now. in the building. They got a what? They got to do coming to America three. This sort of turn test comes out. Is any you gotta take a test? <laughs> there ain't no way a baby come up thirty years later and you just say, "Yeah, I mean, things happen." Yeah, and the, and the dad might just want a grandson that bad that he told Eddie, "Hey, there's this chick out here. You know, go get her, go get her son real quick." Hey yeah. man, and there's a whole think piece. There's a think piece that I'm not gonna get into about how the baby came about and how that only works the way they did it. But that's a whole nother conversation. Okay. Hey, um, be- before we get out of here, um, tell us a little bit about your uh, comedy special coming out. Oh, hey, man, Lance Woods, undeniable. Look, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you an exclusive, right? Because they, they just sent me the artwork for it. Okay. It's exclusive uh, right here. Coming in hot. I don't know why I associate that noise with hot. <laughs> Sizzling. That's when you try to bite it. And you, you could just wait for it to cool off. It's not gonna it's not gonna go nowhere. <laughs> All right, we got some artwork. Oh my goodness. Looking good there, brother. Y'all see it? Can the streets see it? Yeah. No, we can see it. We can see it. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about it. So I shot that at the Guild Theater. We sold out uh, two shows. Shot them back to back. Um, this is this is this is my proudest achievement so far. The fact that it's it's done. It's not out yet to the masses, but I've watched it several times. I I love it. I think the world's gonna love it. We shot it. Our uh, my man Nick Leisure shot it. Shout out to Nick. You gotta have Nick Leisure on here too. You, is this is this now? Is this a Sacramento based um, show? Uh, I I try to make it, but it doesn't it doesn't need to be no. Okay, but but that's my okay. next question is who should I interview next? So, oh yeah, no, I I put you in contact with Nick. Nick okay. is dope. Okay, but uh, Nick Leisure shot it and. Um, it was just great. The energy was great. It was just a great night, man. And that it was it was interesting because that day, I shot it on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Also shot it on uh, King's Media Day, so I was at the arena doing Media Day, and then left there and went to shoot my. Sp- it was just like a. It was just like a, a crazy night of, you know. Sometimes you you just do something in a day, and you like yo my. My work is paying off. I've, I've, I'm in positions, and God's blessed me to be in these fortunate situations. And you know, your work. Everyone, everyone wants to feel like their work is paying off. Yeah. And you're like, yo, my work is paying off. So we shot that. It's our. It's, it's man. I, I just can't wait for it to come out. It's uh, we got distribution at the Comedy Dynamics, which is the biggest um comedy distribution platform. Um. So it'll be out very soon. I just talked to them yesterday, actually. So they're excited. I'm excited. I don't know exactly what platforms it'll be on yet, but it'll be on major streaming platforms. Okay. All right. So Lance Woods, thank you so much for being here. Go ahead and plug all your social, your your website, everything that you need to do for people to find you. Oh yeah, uh, Sir Lance Woods. And now let me let me ask you this, Cecil. Mm-hmm. Um, what you think about this? My my socials is Sir Lance Woods, right? I'm thinking about changing it. I wanted just Lance Woods. I had it on Instagram, but I couldn't get it on Twitter because somebody who ain't tweeted since '09 mm. got it. Yeah, right. Whatever. I got Sir Lance Woods on everything. But sometimes because people read the first thing. Mm-hmm. So people really think my name is Sir. <laughs> I'll be like, bro, like, <laughs> no, no, just no discernment. Huh? I mean, I know somebody named Sir, so I guess that's possible. Yeah. I, I'm not, so I'm not big like, in the changing handles to tell you the truth. I mean, neither. Because people that's can't, the the people act like they can't find you. Yeah, man. Ah, yeah. That's something you got. I was going to put like, 
like Lance Woods TV or Lance Woods something else. Yeah. Um, Lance Woods comedy is too long for Twitter. Mm. Twitter has a 15 character thing, and I think that's 16. It's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Same <laughs> Twitter on everything. It's Instagram, that's Facebook, that's Twitter, that's TikTok, YouTube. My Snapchat name is Sexual Charcoal. Wow. You know, it's for the okay. ladies. Happy okay. National Women's Day. There no, it is. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, just follow me, man. Stay in, stay, stay in tune. Get connected, man. I, I'm always posting something. I'm always trying to entertain and be on the go and do things. So yeah, pull up to the socials, people. Okay. And when are you gonna be on the uh, on the Kings commentators again? When are you gonna be back at the uh, Kings? I don't. I mean, I, I did something last week or two weeks ago. Okay. Like the uh, the De'Aaron Fox All Star snub thing, um, it's a little spotty right now just because everything that's going on. But I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'm, I'm still, I'm still locked in. So, you know, I got, I got ideas. I just have to package the ideas to them properly so yeah. we can, uh, so we can actually uh, produce um, the things that I think um, we could produce. I think we can do some, we are, they already do a lot of dope stuff and we do a lot of dope stuff together, but I have some ideas for some more dope stuff. Well, that's awesome, man. And thank you so much, Lance Woods, Sacramento King of comedy. Thank you so much for coming in hot. Hey, this is your man, Chef C's from Nash and Proper. Please come and get that delicious sandwich anytime that you're around downtown Sac or any surrounding areas where our food trucks are. This is coming in hot. How you know what's good? When he put an M in sandwich, that's that's a sandwich. Sandwich. That's good. Yeah. A sandwich. And check us all out at Nash and Proper. You can holler at me at Chef Cease. You could come to at Coming In Hot on all social media handles. Peace out till next week. See ya.